Welcome back, welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Um, as you can tell from our voices, we are back in uh, our studio. Well, at least me. Um, and uh, Harold and Lewis are, of course, in uh, their respective homes. Um, and we are going to kind of explain and uh, tell you why a little bit during Poopery. Um, but we have some... You know, some pretty entertaining uh, topics today. Uh, some interesting uh, poopery, definitely. Uh, but before we begin, how are things going for as, for everybody over here? Not bad, man. It's uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I know uh, summer's been busy for the whole team, but uh, it's good to see you guys again. Um, to all the listeners, uh, we I've missed you guys, and uh, really happy to be back in the recording with you guys. Just just happy to be back to somewhat normal. So good stuff. Did you did you like the last episode, Luke? I did. I appreciated the uh, the shout outs and the, the the questions and all that good stuff. So <laughs> I, I actually appreciate this time around. You guys didn't throw me under the bus too hard, but it was still there. So it, it, I felt like I was in the room. Yeah. So I appreciate it. It makes you feel like you're, you're still wanted. <laughs> you really yeah, see, Harold, I told you we could have still gone further, you know. But I know, but like the joke is to go far and then not go far enough. Yeah. And then exactly. just so we make you feel better about being part of the team. Yeah, exactly. No, I, oh, I felt yeah. like I was still in the room being uh, <laughs> being land based. And I, I was actually going to give uh, Harold a little <laughs> a little bit of love because like, oh, he, he actually restrained himself. Dennis, not so much. But, you know, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Harold's not going to say anything, I have to say something. Somebody yeah. has to keep it real, bro. Somebody has to, has to keep me humble. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, interesting enough, um, I was going to wait until Harold tell, says how he's feeling, but I just realized uh, that goes with his poopery. So let's yeah, start does. with poopery. Um, you know, for those people who may have, this might be the first time listening to our podcast, this is where we just have random crap with it could be, um, you know, it could be part of uh, of pop culture it could be Mm -hmm. stuff happening within um, our our own lives within our own circle so um, this is a chance for us to just kind of let things off of our chest so um, uh, Lewis uh, what do you have for poopery today yeah man Uh, thank you for uh, giving the floor so for my poopery dude I just actually wanted to give a shout out to AMC and their newest gimmick uh, the the whole dine-in AMC dine-in and the MacGuffins bar which doubles as you know obviously my favorite term if you listen to the podcast enough i was like oh their bar is called the mcguffin excellent so if you don't know or if you haven't seen the ads uh you know amc is i guess they're trying to drive more viewership into their whole into their theaters uh you know the cost of tickets hasn't gone down exactly in the last few years even in pandemic and obviously during the quarantine uh i'm sure theaters are for sure one of the biggest businesses to suffer the most because obviously nobody could come out and, and, and nobody could go uh, or it was discouraged to, to, to be in, you know, confined spaces with uh, dozens or hundreds of other people. So I guess their gimmick now is, yeah, they have full on dining experience. So you you buy your ticket. Um, their concession stands now have like a full blown menu. So I, you know, I had the chance to do it or, or I, I actually went to the Ontario Mills AMC this past uh, week. Uh, to watch, you know, we'll we'll get to the, our review of Thor later on to watch Thor, and yeah, so I got to actually see what their dining experience looked like and what their bar is, and I got to be honest, I I liked it. I mean, I, I I don't have a lot of um you know expendable income, but you know for uh for a few hours to spoil myself and my kids with an actual like meal, like you know a burger and uh, uh you know appetizers and stuff like that instead of just popcorn and you know hot dogs that who knows has been out there uh, for how long um and you know my wife and i actually shared uh, uh some drinks like adult cocktails that they had on the mcgovern bar so it was nice so the gimmick is you, you you pay for the meal at the concession stand you give them your seat number and your theater number and you know in about 15 or 20 minutes i guess depending on how uh, how how busy they are they deliver it to your seat and the seats at the AMC, at least uh, at, the, uh, at the one in Ontario Mills, um, they had like the old school like uh, school desk setup where the table kind of folds out onto your lap, um, and it was kind of nice. Like I said, so I mean, I'm not a you know I'm not a huge foodie. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do like me, you know, some of these experiences. So, like I said, I think I think it was a nice change of pace. 
Um, I don't expect myself to do that too often, uh, but it was just nice. It's a good option. And like, it doesn't hurt either that um, I guess AMC's uh, for the, like I said, for the MacGuffin bar, uh, their gimmick is that for, for these big release movies like Thor and I think upcoming, they have like uh, uh, for Nope, uh, for the, the Jordan Peele movie, they have like gimmick cocktails. So, you know, you kind of have a theme with it. So it, it, it's fun. I like this evolution of the theater. I mean, you know, I, I'm hoping that the theater, the whole theater business industry stays as it is. Obviously, streaming was a huge hit during quarantine. But um, there is something to say about going to the movies and actually being in the theater with friends and family and enjoying things in like, you know, high def and, and, and HD. So anyway, that's my review of AMC Dine-In. I highly recommend it to try it. You don't have to, but I think it's just a fun little gimmick. Um, uh, it's funny. Lewis was able to like cover all the questions that I had oh. and one, one and, and comments to, and snarky comments, to be honest with you. I, my mind was like, you actually paid for, show, well, for, for, for something extra? Oh, man. No, I was going to say you actually paid for your kids. <laughs> well, um, uh, full disclosure, the biggest reason why is because, uh, my brother paid for the private theater. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't have to pay for tickets this time, so I will actually buy food. <laughs> oh, nice! So it was, it was, it was a private theater, and then and they still did the whole like um the food thing for you guys. Yes, yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Okay. I mean, they they did it. Uh, shout out to my niece Sanaya. I think she's actually one of the our few listeners in in Santa in San Bernardino County. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, sweetie! Uh, it was a great uh, time with you and your friends. But yeah, so my, my they got the private theater. So yeah, they they do it for uh, all the theaters, I guess. So that was kind of cool. I didn't know that they did that. I, I I mean, I remember it was a thing back then, but I didn't know the, uh, the private screening was still like an available option for anybody. Yeah, apparently. I mean, we did have to go on a Friday, so I'm not sure if the availability is like uh is, is still out there like it was before, like when we did it for Harold, obviously, like. Well, dude, Harold, I'm drawing a blank. We when we went out for your private screenings, it was it was weekdays. Was it weeknights or weekends? I did weekends, bro. You did weekends, yeah, yeah. But that was still at like towards the end. Oh, no, not even end of pandemic. That was like right at the beginning, right when the first wave of pandemic ended. Yeah. <laughs> when right. we when we thought we were safe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know. No, it's funny, um, uh, Lou, that you mentioned that um, the um, the AMC that I've been going to just because of distance i guess mm-hmm. uh, although it might seem the same is the one in porter ranch um oh, yeah the newest one yeah yeah, yeah 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 but unfortunately i don't think they have the uh the, the food option there do they just have the bar which again yeah. uh, i don't i don't even know if they were calling it mcguffin which i know the one in burbank uh, calls it mcguffin um but uh the the funniest part of uh, the comment the one comment i had is um because like I, you know i always thought you know, every time I approached her, I was like, man, I'm, I'm hoping there's a bartender here that's going to uh, get the drink. I, and then eventually I was talking to one of the people. They were like, dude, we really have no bartender. It's just like all of us were kind of all of the, the, the people were kind of taught how to do the, the thing. And there's like um, a little book that they just look at. And that's what, how they, they make the drinks. And what's amazing is um, the couple times that I've been there, at least 50% of the time, it's the guys who really don't care. And so they're just like, they're not really measuring, especially when it comes to like the alcohol. They're like, oh, why, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I think the new one that opened in Topanga is a dining one. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nearest one that I'm aware of is the one in uh, yeah. Topanga. So that one I haven't had a chance to check out yet. But yeah, looking forward to seeing what's out there. Even though yeah, tickets to AMC movies are like freaking 30 bucks or 20, 20 a person now. Anyway. Yeah, the last place I went to that's similar is the Studio Movie Grill in uh, Simi Valley. I think they have one in Glendale. But I remember watching uh, uh, Infinity War there for the second oh. time, I believe. And <laughs> it's just funny because... Like, if I hadn't watched the movie beforehand, I would have been so angry at that experience. I think I talked about this before. I think you did. There were so many people walking in front of me with food and like, is this your order? Did you get nachos? (laughs) Is that Thanos throwing Gamora off the thing? I was like, what? What? And my buddy was like, oh, dude, the nacho lady's bucking my view. And I was just like, sorry, bro. I mean, if it's, I think if it's a fun movie or it's a movie that, you know, 
you don't mind missing parts in, then I, I think I'm okay with those kinds of experiences. But like, yeah, for the most part, I, you know how I am. I just want to focus on the thing. Um, one, one last thing to add to this. Um, remember a, a few episodes back, I was complaining about the uh, the AMC uh, like gold or whatever whatever it is, the A plus yeah. thing. Um, I'm still on it, and um, I know I'm not taking advantage of, of it as much as I can. Um, it's nice that I get discounts, true. Um, but I, I discovered one thing that I really like about it, um, and it's the you go there, like I, I went there and kind of it'll kind of go into my poopery. I, I went there to watch the um, um, a movie, and there was like a hella long line at the um, at the concession stand. Um, I walked right through the um, the 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 the, um, the members line. And there was nobody there in that line. And the moment I said I stood there, um, like I maybe they're 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 really enforcing it. But the moment I stood there, like I see somebody like look up, and then they kind of like whispered something. And then literally ten seconds from me going there, um, somebody somebody's like um, some one of the people uh, there like finished. And the people in the regular line, the the plebe line, um, started walking forward, <laughs> and the guy waved them off and pointed at me <laughs> and, went and started going, "Come here, sir." sir. <laughs> I'm here. I'm going. I'm walking. I'm like, yes, I would like a number one, please. And it was it, it was it, 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 it was funny that um, a I was so pleased with it, and b my daughter was so pleased with it as well because she was like. Um, I didn't know where we were members, Dad. <laughs> and so uh, the, uh, every single time now, I'm just like walking towards it, like, yes, I am a member now. Please move. Go ahead. Is that the line on the right? Yeah, it's so the line on the right. So uh, you know, I get to go in front of that line. Too. I know, but I, I, I've never <laughs> been like I, I know stubs people uh, have it as well, but it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I'm just a stub. <laughs> Yeah, you're a stub. No, but it, it, it's just hilarious that every single time I do it, it's the look. It's the same look that that I give when or, or when I'm in line for Disneyland and somebody does the like the genie pass. Like I'm right in front and they're like they just walk in front of me I'm like what the hell? That, it, it's the same thing. It's hilarious and um, it you know I mean I, yes, Harold, thank you for pointing that out. But yes, it's uh it's it's a fun perk. Because even like before this, I didn't even bother with the stubs, to be honest with you. Um, you know, and and uh, hence Harold's problem. Um, yeah. See what I there. Um, so my poopery kind of relates to that uh, to AMC. Wow, it's almost like we're giving them like a um, like a shout out over here. Sponsored. <laughs> I know. I, I wish. Um, but um, I just recently watched Pause of Fury. Okay. Um, and first and foremost, um. It's a pretty good movie. Like I, I was surprised at how much I like that movie. Um, and uh, which, by the way, real quick to the uh, to the uh, people out there, um, I don't know if Harold intentionally did it, but I have a feeling Harold was trying to mute himself, and instead he turned off his video because he coughed right when he uh, turned off his video. <laughs> yeah, he turned off the wrong thing. It's the same did thing. You need to turn off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> the buttons are right next to each other, guys. Okay. But uh, going back, so I I did watch the the movie, okay, and I was not expecting a lot. I mean, it didn't seem like it seemed like um like if you watch the I, I'm I'm guessing you watched the trailers before, maybe not. But if you watch the trailers, it looks like a low budget, um like a comedy, kung fu panda, you know, like th- there was really nothing there that I was looking forward to, um and. Um, you know, the only reason why I watched it is because my daughter wanted to watch it. So it was like, sure, let's go. But in the end, it was hilarious that, um, you know, just to kind of show you like um, what um, uh, uh, the, my point here is that as we were leaving, I was about to say something to my daughter about the movie because um, I, I enjoyed it. But um, as I was about to say something to my daughter, um, there was another gentleman next to me who was the, the same age. I, I'm guessing as me, if if, uh, if not a little bit older, and started going, honey, um, the movie that you just saw, um, it's actually a, a remake of a, a really funny, mo- uh, funny movie when I was younger. 
Um, and he and he started talking about how it was a movie by a gentleman named uh, uh, um, um, Mel Brooks. And um, it was, he started talking about how the movie was a recreation of, uh, of one of the movies that we talked about that would never, ever be remade ever again. Um, uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. And as I pointed out in fa- on Facebook, uh, I was wrong. They can recreate the movie Blazing Saddles <laughs> for this time and make it work. Okay. So let's play a game here, guys. Name me th- parts of Blazing Saddles and see if you can think of a part there where there, you're, there's like, no, they're, they're not going to. They're, they didn't remake that part of that movie. Let's let's play this game. So try to remember Blazing Saddles. Think of sp- specific um, tropes, specific scenes, specific like uh, things, and and if whether or not they actually made it into the movie. Okay, um, let me shoot one first. Um, did they have a Mongo? Yes, they did. Wow. <laughs> so they had a slow, strong oaf. Yes, they did. <laughs> I can that's, say that. That's where you go first, man. Go I know, first. I know, I know. I, I'm just going with the one that... Like, no, but, you know. he, but he's, he's like, well, this is the one that nobody's going to go for. Yes, they did. Okay. Uh, did they say, did they have a character that says, where the white women at? Um, surprisingly, <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, thankfully, no. Um, I mean, there are certain things that, uh, that I guess are restricted. That's um, what I was going for, man. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. They didn't say they didn't they they didn't say the words white women. Um, they kept on referring to things as either dogs or cats. Oh, that's how they <laughs> got around. With that's it. how they got around with it. You do, they did not they did not uh, at no point did they talk about uh, a color. At no point did they 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 talk about a uh, race. They just talked about how the. Um, the 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 um, not the sheriff but the um the samurai that 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 gets recruited that gets hired by the governor um and uh, who, governor? Uh, yeah there's a governor <laughs> who's who gets who hires this guy who's like we need to get rid of this town okay because uh, we need to get rid of this town how can we get rid of this town without making me look bad and so the governor hires a dog Amongst um, all all of these like um, uh, cats, and this dog who's who is in prison because of something he didn't do, uh, because of something he didn't do, um, and he gets hired to become the the samurai for the village because the 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 uh, the governor knows that if you bring a dog to a cat uh, a, a town, they're gonna kill the dog. Exactly like nice. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second. That's what Damn happened to Sheriff Jim. Hold on. So, uh, <laughs> so continuing here. Um, remember in Blazing Saddles, they um, how did uh, what was the original plan to do to trick the um, the 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 the, um, the cowboys that um, that they hired to um, to destroy the town? Do you remember what was the what was the sheriff's plan? He had a plan. Yeah, remember that. I was that, gonna say, like, wait. Um, oh, he shit. built when he built the fake city, and then like, yeah. The, guess what city. they did? Oh, come on! They built a fake city. <laughs> wait, really quickly, isn't Mel Brooks in? Was Mel Brooks in this movie? <laughs> Mel right. Brooks. Uh, Mel Brooks has a line that goes, "It's good to be um uh, oh, oh crap um um uh, 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 um uh, uh, there's no business like Shogun business is, okay. is was his line, and and he had the point. Again, Mel Brooks being Mel Brooks, everything in that movie, you can think of anything like um, you even have uh, Willy Wonka's character over there. You know, the, oh. the, the drunk, uh, the, the drunk, um, those, the, that's Samuel L. Jackson's character is the drunk, like old Samuel is Waco kid, the, the Waco kid, but a d- d- different name, you know. So, <laughs> again, if you watch this movie. I would suggest that you guys watch this movie, maybe not in the movie theaters, but watch this movie just so that you can watch it and go, yep, 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 check, check, blazing saddles, blazing saddles, blazing saddles, everything that you can think of is that movie. So, uh, my <laughs> so review, except, except for the racism, is what you're saying. Uh, no, the racism is there, but they just don't say black or white or the N word. Um, they just, just use cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. 
Yeah, they have um, stereotypes for what a dog is and what a cat Yikes. is. It's amazing. So yeah, th- that is my poopery. Go watch Pause of Fury just to see how they were able to get away with it. Harold, looking forward to it. I'm I'm still just mesmerized in the whole thing. Like <laughs> that's all. That's all, that's that's just frankly it's awesome. My poopery is for the first time in like forever. For Simon forever. Oh. Um, I actually went on a plane and I didn't go to Las Vegas or Northern California. And I ended up uh, in Hawaii with my family. And it seemed like a logistical nightmare because when we all was said and done, there's 26 of us. Um, and we all ended up pretty much half of us staying at the same hotel, uh, the Hilton Hawaiian Village, which is always a nice spot to hang out at, uh, mainly because there was a freaking abc store right underneath my elevator and uh, the people got to know me very well because i was there every three hours um but you know it's been a while since i've done anything like that it was kind of nice with my family uh the last time i was there was with my family um but all the kids at the time when we went were really little so they don't remember too much about that trip now that they're adults they're able to enjoy stuff with us and you know participate in a lot of the events I did most of the touristy stuff, food, um, going on a boat and snorkeling in the middle of the ocean, stuff like that. It's kind of fun. And then um, it was just pretty much, it was just pretty, it was cool because uh, there's 10 of us. My my grandma had 10 grandkids or my, or my grandparents had 10 grandkids. Eight of us went. Uh, only two of the grandchildren didn't go, but they all brought their families. And then me and my other cousin were single. Uh, me, I don't know why, but him, understandably, why he's still single. Ouch. And, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm not going to trash my cousin too much, but he, I know he doesn't listen to this because uh, he doesn't like pop culture stuff. But that dude brought more pairs of jeans than pairs of shorts to Hawaii. <laughs> he should be hung. Dude, like, we no, no, went, no. Not in that way. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> maybe maybe to cover up maybe that's why he's wearing the jeans, you know. Mm. But like there's <laughs> one there's one you know, he said, mm. Mm, spam Masubi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was one part we went out and he was talking about like, Oh, I have my uh shorts under my jeans and then me being me was like, Why don't you just wear your shorts? And he's he's just like, Well, it doesn't work like that. I was like, Yeah, well, it's freaking eighty degrees outside humidity and 97 percent. but okay you wear your jeans and your flannel shirt so a lot of that whole week was uh me and my nephews and nieces being like i wonder what uncle what's his name do, do, what do, kind do. Of, yeah what kind of jeans he's gonna wear today and then even when we went on the boat i thought he was gonna wear jeans on the boat but he didn't <laughs> but instead of staying outside where all of us were like you know up, you know appreciating the view of the ocean and turtles and fish and all that stuff he was inside just kicking it like on his phone do i know this cousin um he might be one of the few cousins that you either of you guys don't know okay a he was not one of your students and then (laughs) b he's not like b he's not cool enough to be like you know my regular family you know my other cousins yeah no that's what i was saying because i was trying to like Run through my head of which yeah. cousins <laughs> would uh, would actually do this, and and I was gonna exactly. out that person. Oh, yeah, man. so it's just funny because like I was like, "Dang you, I'm... Russ!" <laughs> <laughs> I think Russ would have more sense to wear, you know, actual shorts over jeans. Although it would be kind of sketchy, but yeah, was it just... so... yeah, the, the, oh, only, the only the only reason why I didn't say it was that it was was you said. He wasn't into pop culture. I was like, oh, nope. No, bro, that that. About that. <laughs> yeah, those guys are all cool. Just the other one that it's my cousin that decided to watch uh, Resident Evil instead of uh, Spider-Man No Way No Way Home on the same when it opened on the same weekend. Because he was like, dude, Resident Evil. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, you figure you're on a trip. Me, most of the time. Dude, I did not know that literally, like, Hawaii is, like, pretty much maskless. And I was... Wait, like, is what? Mask. Like, nobody was wearing a mask oh. in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and, I mean, as much as possible, I tried to wear a mask anywhere that wasn't outdoors. But anywhere indoors, I was wearing a mask. 
and on my flights everywhere, my one cousin ended up contracting COVID on like the second to last day he was there. So he he actually ended up not being able to go snorkeling. And so that kind of sucks because, you know, there was no return deposit on that. So he lost out of money. Uh, also, his wife couldn't go because she had been uh, exposed to him. So those who don't go, unfortunately, they don't get the deposits back. I had only hung out with them for a little bit and never in too close, uh, you know, not, not too close contact. So I really had no thing about, like, if I'm going to get it, I got it from these guys. Uh, what did end up happening, though, is my coworkers did their trip in Washington, D.C., and they were like, screw it. We don't need masks anywhere, even on the plane, even everywhere. So the first day back, my first day back from vacation, the longest vacation I've taken since I worked there. Um, yeah, my coworkers just coughing everywhere, like eh, literally everywhere. And we we work in a small office. And people are in my office all the time. Yikes. And like yesterday, everybody called out except for three of us. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I was like, dude, what's going on? And then today, uh, yeah, today, my one coworker called, or my boss called and he said, yeah, it's just going to be you and our tech guy. Because the other person who works with you, uh, she can't taste anything. So we're pretty sure she has COVID. Uh, you know, the four, the five of us have COVID. And then my other coworker, he came in and he left because he's like, oh, I heard everybody had COVID. So I went to test and uh, I got COVID. I was like, dude, what the hell? And I was like, the chances of me dodging it in Hawaii was already like pretty high. And then getting to make it back to the States and everything that I've done in the past two and a half years, I was like, I, I dodged everything. And I was like, and it's going to come to the place where I can't dodge it, where people are coming into my office with it. So just for shits and giggles, I was like, I'm going to take a test. And literally right when I put the drops in, it was like positive. I was like, damn. I was like, this thing didn't even wait 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Dude. <laughs> as soon as it jumped in, I was like, well, it's like, You're I like got super cool. positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that thing said, "Oh, we don't, we didn't want you to wait. Uh, you should probably just figure it out." So, okay, like, got it. and that's why we're here recording it by ourselves. There you yes, go. and that's why we are in quarantine. And hopefully by next week, I do have the medication. It's uh, I'm one of the experimental few that's actually. I'm just kidding. I don't know, but I I have medication. I'm trying. I'm testing it out. It tastes like crap, but apparently it helps you out. So, yeah. So far, symptoms mild. Hoping it doesn't get worse, but yeah, we'll see how this goes. Mm, wow. Well, praying for you, buddy. Um, okay. I, I was going to say that I was reading this article uh, the other day, and they're saying that the number of people um, who at this point have not gotten yet is like shrinking by, <coughs> by the day. Like the percentage of it is just dropping just because so many variants and so many, you know, kind of like what you said, nobody's nobody's doing the uh the masking anymore so yeah you know, yeah. gonna but be i was everywhere except my office <laughs> that's where i thought i was safe where people were coughing in your space there you go yeah no, I dude think... i knew like on, on monday when she's coughing i was like this <laughs> well you know in two weeks i'm gonna be going back to work and guess who's still gonna be wearing a mask all the time because there you, go. <laughs> you know i mean like... even though i have it like i'm I, when this is over, I'm still going to keep freaking, you know, even though I've had it. Yeah. yeah. That's always a good idea. I think my, the favorite thing that went around, uh, I think it was a few months ago already is that, uh, I don't know how legit the study was, but of course, uh, Twitter made it a joke, but the joke being, uh, a Korean doctor states, uh, if you haven't gotten COVID, that's because you don't have any friends. So I, I'm over <laughs> here like, wait a second, I haven't gotten COVID. I don't have friends. God, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I mean, <laughs> you're my friend, and you guys are my friends. But pretty much, that's that's the extent of it, dude. That's, that's it. Uh, that's <laughs> like I'm, this is, I'm antisocial. I, I've turned into an antisocial person, you know. And it, and it, it wasn't even because of the pandemic. It's just as I grew older, I was like, dude, I don't want to do anything anymore. Even when I watch movies, I'm like, should I invite people, or I'm just gonna watch this by myself, kind of deal. And 
even when I watch movies, I'm like, dude, I'm wearing two masks so that I never trust anybody in the goddamn movie theater. Those are the worst people. And I was like, on the airplane, the girl next to me was like, just kicking it, trying to talk to me with her freaking nostrils just blaring and flaring out next to me. It's just like, what flight are you? Are you exiting Los Angeles? By the way, then you did not warn me how far the exit to the Hawaiian Airlines oh. to the street was, bro. Dude, I didn't know you were taking Hawaiian. I did. I took United there. Uh huh. But it wasn't that bad. Even the United exit from Hawaii wasn't that bad. But holy hell, look, Lou, you used to work at LA. Yeah, weren't you part of the planning committee? All right, guys. <laughs> you, hey, I blame you for that, dude. <laughs> like, it, admittedly, it looks pretty cool. Like, it looks like a shopping mall and everything, and it has it's nice, nice though, right? Has nice regular restaurants. It just took me twenty minutes to get to that part, which was only halfway there. So I, like, I'm guess I don't know. So what? Which which um which terminal did you go to? Was it um was it the um uh, was it Tom Bradley or no? It's called B now. Not yeah, Bradley. Uh, or B for yeah. Yeah. So um. Kind of like what Harold's talking about. Um, I, I don't know if you've been there in a while, Lou. So I, I get the I get the B for Hawaiian for just because I guess they move the Hawaiian um, airlines there. Um, but from B, you walk. You, it took uh, Harold's correct, and this was with like those escalators, uh, like the with the walking, the uh, moving like walkways. The, yeah. yeah, the the moving walkways already. It took fifteen to twenty minutes to get from the the uh, counter to the actual like um the, the gate it was ridiculous dude yikes and i blame yeah, lewis like, for it <laughs> like you know how they have those like the, the the scene in home alone where you know you think you're late for the flight so everybody's running the whole even family's if you're running not it. late yeah, even if you're not late i think you should just start running because that's how far that thing was and jeez uh, yeah and then the, 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 the other the other part, and since we're complaining, Lou, now uh, the other part that I hated was that we, we had to go through Tom Bradley, which was admittedly really really nice, as Harold said. Um, but in order for us, to, uh, we're like uh, we're like okay, let's 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 go to our gate first um, before we um, get food. So we did the twenty minutes, and when we get to where the gate is, there was no like concessions, like there was like you know drink like uh, sodas and everything, and. Like yeah. stale sandwiches, but we were like, do we, news. Do we like, do we want twenty minutes? Do we? I want to walk twenty minutes in order to get food. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> we'll just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, Harold, uh, thankfully, yeah. thankfully you're, uh, you had a great time. I'm guessing, aside from the whole getting COVID thing at the, in in the end. Besides that, <laughs> lots of spam, lots of uh, eggs. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you're back, and I'm hoping you're safe. And uh, uh, take it easy, buddy. I'm guessing you're free uh, off of work for a couple of days. Yeah, and according to them, it's paid. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, California government. Okay. Well, that's it for us. For that's it for um not us, but for poopery. Um, the next topic that we have is um you know Lewis finally decided to look for uh, actually watch a, a movie um you know he ignored top gun he ignored everything everywhere he, he ignored all these like great movies um and he chose to watch thor love and thunder and yeah. our next segment is going to be a review of love and thunder yay another review okay lou so um are we gonna do a um uh, not poopery. Uh, lose views in a really limited fashion, considering uh our situation. No problem. I think I could do it. Uh, let's try to go for a minute, dude. A minute okay, here we go. Let's go. Lose views for Thor: Love burr, burr, and Thunder. Burr, burr, burr. Burr. So we start the movie introducing ourselves to Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, the man who uh gave up or not gave up, but like uh, he 
basically sacri- uh, was waiting for his gods to save himself and his daughter from uh, from some unknown tragedy. Uh, this doesn't happen, and he basically swears off to killing every god out there because they are basically useless people out there. And then we then fast forward to the adventures of Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you know, it seems to me, or at least we were shown some fun adventures that the, the whole team has had. But at one point, uh, Thor decides that maybe he is over being the superhero thing and decides to come back home and see how things are doing back there. We are then sh- um, then introduced to basically our newest version of the mighty Thor. I'm sorry, of Thor the mighty thor we find out that jane foster dr jane foster uh, introduced to uh, uh, sorry played by natalie portman of course introduced in the four, uh, first thor movie as uh the the love interest has basically unfortunately uh, the character has contracted has uh, has contracted cancer and is slowly dying and in one of uh one of the the most profound or actually one of my favorite moments is she was able to be she was able to not only lift Mjolnir, but also put the thing together after, if you uh, uh, forget, if you've already forgotten, Thor Ragnarok, Hela broke it into many, many pieces. So she becomes uh, imbued with the power of Thor um, through different shenanigans. We are also introduced to a whole different pantheon of gods because they uh, catch wind of gore, uh, basically making his way through the universe, trying to kill all of the uh, different deities. Um Thor, Mighty Thor, Valkyrie, and of course, uh, uh, Korg, uh, played by Taika Waititi, um, go off into an adventure to try to, st- to, to stop Gore. Um, we're also introduced to, if you're a big comic book fan, uh, we're, we're finally introduced to the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of Eternity, um, which, you know, as a geek myself, I was, that was a huge geek out moment for me. Um, and basically, you know, thankfully, because it is a superhero movie, they do defeat Gore, but without ramifications. Uh, we find out through, uh, throughout the end that Mjolnir, even though she was able, he, it was able to empower Jane, uh, Jane Foster and turn, give her the power of Thor, was unfortunately also slowly killing her. Uh, so unfortunately at the end uh, huge spoilers obviously but uh, Jane Foster is no longer part of the uh, land of the living Um, if you stick around for the post credits of course she does get her just reward and uh, ends up in Valhalla with other Viking warriors Uh, Gore the god butcher um, also dies unfortunately but not without resurrecting his daughter who had uh, died uh, earlier in the movie however in a a bit of a character progression i guess thor uh, in turn adopts uh, gore's daughter and at the end of the movie we finally do the thing where they talk about the movie's title uh thor and this new uh this new adopted uh, daughter of hers of his excuse me uh are now i guess called love and thunder so I don't know how long that went, but lose views for Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, definitely not admitted, but uh, a really, uh, really succinct compared to the ones before. So let's 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 go. Um, um, initial thoughts. Um, did you like it? Did you not? Um, what were some of the things that you did and some of the things you didn't? Let's go with you, Lou, since you uh, you're the ones that saw the, the 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 latest, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, I thought it was a fun romp. Um, you know, it, it's definitely like Taika Waititi's obviously got his own style. Uh, this is the second um, Thor movie he's directed. If you haven't seen Ragnarok, uh, you know, one uh, up there with definitely one of the more fun movies. Um, I'm not sure how, uh, what do you call it? I, I, I guess I, ha- I do have some reservations about like how substantial it is, but I mean, I can't expect everything to be like super nuanced and, and whatnot. It, it is a fun romp with a heart and, and a lesson. And basically, you know, it, there was, you know, there was some ramifications and, and everything like that at the end of the movie. So there, there was some weight to it. So it's not like, you know, an inconsequential movie per se, but uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely. You know, uh, not a perfect movie per se, but definitely a lot of fun. A uh, uh, a great way to spend two two and a half hours. Um, I'll, I'll go. I I think I liked it. <laughs> um, I, I I think I liked it. Um, definitely, uh, like like you said, it wasn't perfect. There were certain certain things that that I I, I kind of wanted. Um, I I think the biggest problem was uh, that I'm actually a huge fan 
of the uh, the comics that right. that story came from. Um, it's one of the few that I actually followed just because of how interesting it is. That the fact that um, you know when we found out, I mean, initially uh, in the comics you find out that there's this new Thor. Um, it's a big mystery for the longest right. time until you find out it's Jane Foster. But what was cool about it, and the thing that really intrigued me, was the idea of she had cancer. She was unlike the um, unlike this version. There was still actually a chance um, because you know how they were talking about here that she was pretty much like um, you know she was pretty much a goner here. Yeah, but in in yeah. the um, in the, the the comic books, um, she was going through uh, chemo, and the doctors were pretty much saying that. It not not that it was for sure, but she had a chance of surviving. But the problem was every single time she would go through uh, and and transform all of the chemo that um and all of the recovery that 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 she went through during that time would 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 disappear and would go back to the way it was. And so um I was I I, I kid you not I was really doubtful I was really um unsure of how they were gonna pull it off. Um, in terms of the Jane Foster, um, considering it's a two-hour uh, two movie, um, I thought they did a really good job. You know, um, the only thing that I, I only, my only th- comment would be, um, I guess Thor Ragnarok, I, I enjoyed it so much that I was kind of expecting mm-hmm. that. Um, and what I got was a little bit different. So I'm not right. sure yet, to be honest with you, how, uh, how I completely feel about it. Harold, how about you? I think I'm the same way in that, like we we previously talked about, like the love for Thor Ragnarok is beyond, you know, anything for this. With at least with our group, we love them. Like, um, it's hard to follow that up. Like, it's always tough when you have such a good movie, and then it's like, and it was so so much different. It's such a change of pace from the original, the first two Thor movies. That like, when that one came out, it was it was like what what is this crazy breath of fresh air but and a lot of people who are complaining about this movie are they're saying that like oh maybe he blew it all in that one and he had no creativity <laughs> for this one and <clears throat> i disagree i I, in, I enjoyed this movie but like dennis said and i i believe too is that having to follow ragnarok with this one it was going to be it was always going to be difficult and you could throw as many characters into it as possible and it still wouldn't be able to hold up especially with everything that changed since that last movie came out, like you had a whole, you know, obvious universe defying, defining moments with the, uh, in, the, the, um, the infinity war and the end game. You know, th- there's something completely different has happened since those movies. And it's like pretending that none of that ever happened, literally just ignoring the history, the past of that. Um, and I think, um, I love the Jane Foster stuff. I really wish this is always in retrospect, but I keeping her as being the mighty Thor would have been such a great surprise had they saved it for the movie instead of being like in the trailer. Oh, by the way, Natalie Portman's back, but she's not the Natalie Portman. Remember, yeah, she's that's true. This. And then if you go into the movie, like when 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 Lou was even doing the description, I was like, how much better would it have been if? during that one fight where they're in the new Asgard and the new Thor comes in and then it's like, she disappears before he sees anything. And then everybody wonders, Oh, who was that? And then you do the flashback with like Darcy and her and the chemo thing. And it'd be like, Oh, and then all that other stuff that happens. And it's like, I think maybe that's just, you know, fantasy casting when we do our fantasy casting thing. Um, and then I, you know, as much as I like him as a person, uh, you can only have Korg so many times. dude. Like, <laughs> It's funny to have him show up in Infinity War or even in Endgame just because, you know, oh, we're li- they're living and now he's the reason why, you know, Thor got fat, whatever. Um, but then having him hang around for the whole movie and pretty much being, you know, a non-distinct character, it was it was really strange. And then having him go to the planet where Russell Crowe lives was, uh, that, I think that whole scene was really jarring. And I was like, it was it felt almost pointless it was literally just uh like they didn't need to go there to get anything besides zeus's lightning and then when they get it did they even use it when they needed to you know like i don't remember it being as consequential of them obtaining that lightning or even getting his permission to do anything like it was basically just a hey 
we have Russell Crowe. Right. Might as well just, you know, make his thing important. Russell Crowe with an accent, though. Russell Crowe with a Greek <laughs> accent. I, know. I, was, I, was like, I love the fact that you're talking about Russell Crowe, and the only thing that you're talking about is the Greek accent. Um, <laughs> how about Russell Crowe not having to work out like um, yeah. like, like, like Thor? Gladiator anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he was still that, like, Russell Crowe, like, built, like, freaking Maximus. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that matchup between him and Thor would have been, you know. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like when I saw him, I did like to be honest with you. I didn't know that Russell. Or, like I guess I wasn't paying attention enough. I didn't know that Russell Crowe was there. Um, and when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, who is this guy?" And it took me a, a, a little bit to realize it was that creeping sense of, "Wait, I know that guy. Wait, Wait that guy looks like Russell Crowe." Wait, that guy looks like Russell Crowe if he didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> if he let himself go. Gladiator was 20 years ago, guys. Gonna let it go. I mean, you know, I'm not one to talk, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not being asked to be put in a tunic and a uh, an armor that's like, yeah. you know, crafted to to go in your shape. So yeah. you know, and play a literal that- Greek god. <laughs> That's why they have Hercules, guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> kind of going to your point, um, H, and you know, uh, you know, the next part of this is usually like where we talk about like specific plot points that we like, we didn't, that we didn't like. You know, one of the things that people are talking about right now, and I'm pretty sure you've heard it, is that uh, that the MCU seems to be kind of lost uh, because like it doesn't seem like they know where they're going with Phase Four, even though, um, you know, even though. And the, their head boss, Feige, has, has already kind of come out and said, you know, those people who are in the know, the people who are clever enough, who are paying attention, knows where phase four is going, where Marvel is going with it. Thor kind of confused me a little bit more because I, I came in there expecting to kind of have more sense of it. And then you're like, are you adding the 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 the, the Greek, you know, the Greek gods into into the mcu and like for me it, it seemed like kind of what harold was saying it, it seemed a out of uh, inconsequential and b it seemed like it didn't make sense to me why of all the characters that you would you would choose why you would have hercules in there you know so i'm i'm a little confused um, that's one of the few, few things that at the end i was like mm, i wish I wish I had a clear view of, of of where Marvel was going, and this seems like just another, you know, just another side story for me. So yeah, I don't know. That, that's you know, that really quickly, it's because you would figure that this would be the movie that would have the focus for the rest of the future, because this is the only movie of the main Avengers team left. That yeah, has left, and it's like there's no other movies that have any of the guys in it. You know, you had a TV show for Hawkeye. You had stuff for Black Widow, but obviously she's not there anymore. And then, you know, TV shows for everybody else. This is a movie. This is the stuff that's supposed to bring the MCU further. And then now they're really more dependent on you being able to catch every TV show they have. Because if you don't watch their TV shows, you're going to be so confused on their next movies. Like uh, Miss Marvel just finished. Not a lot of people ended up. I mean, a lot of people ended up watching it, but not as many people as you would like to believe. But that the ending of that show, like, is a is a lead up for the next uh, Marvel movie coming out next year, and it's like you're really asking so much from everybody else to just be like, you can't enjoy these movies alone anymore. It's like you have to know more than just the movie itself, and it's I think the fatigue of them having to do this for the past twenty, almost, I mean, like. 14, 15 years already. That's insane. Started, yeah. It's starting to take its toll. So it's like either focus up and make everything easier for everybody to consume or just let everything go into its own directions. Not everything has to be in the same direction. Yeah, I think that's kind of why it's funny you say that because I, I think that's why both Shang-Chi and Moon Knight were such hits because in the scheme of things, like even though, yeah, Shang-Chi like, obviously gave like hints of like, oh, here's Wong from Doctor Strange and... and uh, um, and uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Abomination from the Hulk movies. Um, it was basically like you know uh, Shang Chi and um, 
and Moon Knight were standalone. Like they were basically in their own little corners of the world as much as everybody wants to like, oh, why doesn't Moon Knight like interact with whomever or whatever? Like it was such a, a great little tight series of like just this guy's character. This, here's his origins and, and like, let's go. Uh, that, that's all you need to know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, get, I get what you mean on this one. Like Thor had a uh, ironically just like the character himself, like he has a huge burden of carrying the rest of the universe because yeah he's literally the only guy left dude i mean hawkeye is obviously still alive but yeah i don't see i don't think he's on a slate unless they announce something at comic-con this weekend um and yeah so it, it's a lot to ask for um so yeah good good points everybody uh for for me again like this obviously is a taika ytt movie so it, it's got his flavor it's got his flair um obviously like um we should have seen it coming because like uh I, I guess for obviously for ragnarok the big um, for the big promotional music that they played and and is obviously in the movie is immigrant song right and at the end of the movie you realize well Billy it's a, it's it was foreshadowing the fact that the guardians were gonna uh, Lee or they were gonna lose actual Asgard and those Asgardians themselves were gonna become immigrants and they were gonna have to leave their 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 country and then uh, for this time around the big promotional song was Sweet Child of Mine so of course it's like uh, a, a lot about uh, kids and the future and whatnot and at the end guess what Thor has a kid even though he wanted one i think that was one of the sweeter uh moments actually in it even though it kind of got it got kind of got played for jokes obviously is you know the, it was nice to show like a little bit of a you know a, a humanized thor um you know with when he was falling in love and falling out of love with jane foster so i thought that was a really sweet little moment of there and of course that was uh, effective that you know it it foreshadowed that Thor really did want like what's the next thing for him like he's been a warrior he's been a king he's been an avenger so like what's the next part of his life so that was a nice little foreshadowing and then not to mention of course that's the scene where they explain why um you know uh Jane Foster was worthy of Mjolnir's because he you know I, I guess Thor was uh un, uh what do you call it was it unintentionally I guess it was unintentional when he instructed Mjolnir like protect her you know, so that's why it came back to life when it found out that she was terminal. Uh, Dennis, you you read the comics. Uh, I, I unfortunately kind of lapsed on that one. Is that accurate or no? That wasn't it, right? No, um, it was actually. I, I actually thought it was a. Um, I actually thought it was a crap out um, for oh. them, like because <laughs> like in the comic books, um, uh, the High Father uh, deems um, Jane Foster as worthy. That's okay. why she gets the. That's why she gets the the um, the hammer. This time is like, hey, protect my girlfriend. Yeah, and, and that's the reason why. <laughs> so even if even though you're trying to promote the women here, it's like, hey, let's go back. It's still the white savior. That that right, that's the reason right, why she. Right. Uh, you know, so yeah. uh, one thing uh, one thing I didn't like, to be honest with you. Uh, the other thing, I still don't know if I liked it or not. Um, <coughs> that it, it was like. The the trailers were so, and you got to mention this in your in your loose views. The trailers were so heavy on you sh seeing the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and the Guardians right. were there for like five minutes or something, you know. And it it was them. A lot of it was like just one liners from 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 each of them. Literally, there's real, really no conversation between them, and that was and most of the time they were just like watching. Thor doing his like you know his 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 like um his exercises in front of everybody. Yeah, he was doing his god stick, and that was that was it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's a good point. You're right. I totally forgot to mention that. That's actually one of my gripes for the movie too, because like when we ended on you know Avengers Endgame, there was such weird. I don't know. I felt like there was such promise to like oh like as Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah. gonna be such a great premise. And yeah, it was kind of like blown off in like the first five minutes. It's like. You know, uh, as as funny as it was that you know, core it's basically like a a, a Korg's point of view kind of uh you know story. It was still kind of like, oh, that's too bad that they literally just brushed over. It's like, yep, they had adventures. There's uh, this planet, and that's it. I was like, oh, I thought they were gonna have like more fun stuff to do, but I guess you know, they they have other plans for the next Guardians movie and obviously for the Thor movie. But um, so yeah, uh, yeah, too bad about that one, but uh, still. I thought it was funny, I guess, for a little bit, but yeah, I guess uh, the the Guardians cast got paid for for showing up for ten minutes or however long they were there. I think Bradley Cooper had like one line. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and of course, Vin Diesel like, got paid, so good for him. Yeah, there, there's only two I am Groot lines. <laughs> um, yeah. At least Batista yeah. got paid too, you know. Yeah, and, and exactly. Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt bringing homophobic to uh, 
Also, I know we're gonna we we talked about it briefly, but um, the after credits with the whole Hercules thing doesn't affect you guys at all, huh? No, unfortunately um, not. Um, so, um, the the guys from uh that that show on Apple Plus you like, right? Yes, that's okay. why it makes it doesn't make it you guys it doesn't affect you guys at all. But as soon as I saw it. I was one of the people in the theater that started screaming, Roy Kent, Roy Kent, he's there, he's, he's here, he's there, he's every freaking where. Because <laughs> that guy is the star besides Jason Sudeikis on Ted Lasso. Like, he is... And people had been rumoring about it. They were like, oh, somebody from a big show that's streaming um, is going to be the next MCU character. And then people were like, oh, maybe it's Jason Sudeikis. And people were like, no, maybe it's Brent Goldstein. And then I was just like, Roy Kent, and then when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, Roy Kent, makes sense. Still kind of buff." All right. I mean, I, I, that's the funny part. It, it's it's the, the that movie like it's good. I enjoyed it, but you know, I, I mean, I guess I'd watch it again. Um, but it it was a fun romp for me. Um, there were there are certain moments that I I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought the action sequences were pretty cool. Um, you know, the, um. But um, the one thing that, be, that before we forget is um, Gore the Butcher. Yes, was actually so good. I I actually Dude. one of the few times where I really like not enough few times. The, the, the one of the times where I was so pissed off again that MCU that the MCU did it again. They create a likable. You know, well, I don't know about likable because he was killing everybody. But you know, <laughs> you could feel for the the character. And like, I, I kind of like I couldn't see who I couldn't understand who Russell Crowe was. Like I knew it was uh, it was Christian Bale. Um, in my head, I knew it was Christian Bale. But watching Gore, I was like, "Where's Christian Bale?" Like it, it it was so like his character was so good. I enjoyed <laughs> it so well that I'm really angry that they that they again went to let's kill the guy. Yeah. Because we, we only want the, we, the, the most interesting character we always have to kill. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. I, there is something to be said about that. Like, I, I love the character. Um, so it, it's funny how they, the, 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 I'm putting on my comic book hat now. So I read part of that storyline where it, it's, uh, I think it's King Thor where he fights God, uh, Gore the God Butcher. Um, so there's like, like that character had so much potential as well. And I think, you know, Christian Bale is one of the, it's a, he's on the short list of before this movie, of course, uh, of, of, of mainstream Hollywood actors that have not been in the MCU yet that people want to show up some way, you know, shape or form. Like, you know, they want Keanu Reeves to be on there eventually and, and whatnot. So, you know, uh, when that happens. So anyway, like having Christian Bale as a bad guy was a huge get. But you're right, Dan. Like, it, it kind of kills me that they, they, they you know, kills me, but they killed him off. Uh, you know, not unceremoniously. He was obviously a really great character, but still, it's like, ah, oh, like it's Christian Bale, dudes. Like, you know, Academy Award nominated uh, Christian Bale. Like, he's freaking Batman for a whole generation. And you know, as much as you know, I'm sure people are still gonna love this movie. Yeah, this is this is it in theory. So, I mean, yeah, it's too bad uh, that they killed him off like that. But you know, he he did his part, and obviously the ramifications are going to be there for the long run if you know if they end up keeping you know, quote unquote Love and Thunder. Uh, I'm not even sure what that girl's name is, but yeah, if they keep that next generation movie, her forward, name is Love. Is it Love? Okay, great. There you go. So yeah, I mean, good for him. I guess Christian Bale got his paycheck, and uh, yeah, it, so much potential too. Because like a, a nerdy aside, but like the the necro sword that he uses in the comic books is used, or it was originally created by the guy who you know who births the symbiote. So there's a connection to like Venom and Spider Man. So that like. And I, I thought it was kind of a nice, I don't know if it was intentional, but I thought it was a cute little uh, Easter egg that all of the little shadow creatures kind of look like symbiote, uh, symbiotes in a sense. So I thought like that was going to come into play. Like maybe that's how they were going to introduce the symbiotes into the MCU. But I'm uh, guessing not if uh, it was, if the Necro Sword was destroyed. But I mean, that's just me putting on my nerdy, uh, my, my nerdy cap. But yeah, uh, pretty solid uh, bad guy. Obviously, Christian Bale's a great actor. But I, I again, I was just kind of hoping he would be one of those that stuck around or at least survived somehow. But I guess you know, we, uh, Christian Bale's uh, one and done for this one. Yeah, too good for the MCU, bro. 
Yeah, right. Exactly, dude. Yeah. yeah. Just like Michael B. Jordan, too good for the MCU. Right. Thank you for reminding me of the other guy who was too good for a, a one. No, there's a rumor, a, a rumor mill, and my, <laughs> my, 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 uh, my own personal cast, fantasy casting. Uh, is he's going to be there in Wakanda forever, dude. Yeah, we'll see. I I mean, Comic-Con's happening as we speak, so in a few days, maybe when they, if they're dropping a trailer, we'll find out soon enough. That's true. We just don't know yet. We don't know. We just don't know it. Okay, so let's do a review. Um, You know, uh, what do we review this as um and of course as usual i um I, i'm trying to remember uh the bottom of the rung is of course going to be meh um no no uh no, it's, uh, yeah, it's meh player. right um and then the the second bottom of the rung is like meh is really like you, you don't really like it at all yeah or is it el terrible harold i forget which one which i think one? el terrible should be at the bottom el terrible okay that's terrible okay that's el terrible um and then we have the uh cromulent uh-huh it could be regularly cromulent or perfectly cromulent or um i, I was gonna i was gonna say the MacGuffin award but <laughs> um not the jim belushi one one of those guys the jim uh, belushi Cor- steve corwin <laughs> jim belushi's taking a lot of beatings here guys <laughs> Um, uh, Jeff, Winger, Jeff, something, the Jeff Winger guarantee. Winger guarantee. <laughs> there you go. It's been a while. What can I say? So, um, I'll start. Um, I, I'm gonna go with perfectly cromulent. Um, like I said, I liked it. Um, there's some gripes about it. Um, but overall, um, uh, I, you know, it was a it was nicely paced. Um, there, there was somewhat of a lull. Um, uh, in, in the middle, um, but not too bad. Um, I actually, uh, I'm one of the few people that actually liked the interaction between like the kids um, and Thor. Um, you know, I like the fact that they were able to do all not complete justice, but a pretty good justice to uh, Jane Foster's uh, Mighty Thor. Um, and even though they um, they they did a a, a huh for Hercules, I um, I pretty much liked it. So perfectly cromulent for me. Um, I'm gonna have to agree, dude. I think it's perfectly perfectly cromulent. Excuse me. Perfectly. Uh, it's not quite the Jeff. You know, again, I, I hate that I keep bringing it up, but I guess it is what it is. Like I keep bringing up uh, Ragnarok because I think that's like one of the the uh, the those one of those perfect uh, perfect little movies uh, like up there with Winter Soldier. Um, that it, it just perfectly caps uh, captures the character and the director and the direction that it was going with. So this one's like I, I think a tier or two below that. Because it still had that fun, it still had that you know that 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 humor and that love and sweetness, but not quite there. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's because yeah, like Harold said earlier, maybe it's because this is our second time around. Maybe we we're used to it already, or maybe we we're just a bunch of spoiled rotten kids. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's right below that, but still really good. So yeah, perfectly prominent for me. Highly uh, it was still recommended. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Perfectly prominent. It's fun, and then um. I love Guns N' Roses and having to see Guns N' Roses. <laughs> like, I think the only person that loves Guns N' Roses as much as me would be Dennis's wife. But like, um, hearing or watching sequences being uh, played alongside Guns N' Roses always makes me happy. And then seeing like Thor smile while he's destroying things, listening to Guns N' Roses was like uh, just a banner moment for me in the MCU. Um, like everybody said, it's like Ragnarok gets the Jeff Winger guarantee if we're using the, the, uh, um, uh, our status in comparison, mm-hmm. like no other Thor movie, if it's as good as Ragnarok, will it ever get Jeff Winger guarantee? It'll come close. It'll be perfectly prominent. Like, Lo- uh, Love and Thunder was, um, but there, like a lot of you guys said, and like what I said earlier, there's just stuff that was a little bit questionable, but the ending though, with, uh, Jane Foster being really emotional, you know, being greeted by Heimdall. Yeah. Hopefully, in a second, maybe being greeted by the other, other multiverse version of Loki somewhere would have been great. <laughs> the, you know, I, I'm still confused on where everything else in the TV shows is running by, but um, otherwise, like bringing her back, get, making her return emotional, and then having her death be just as emotional. Probably one of the best deaths that the MCU has ever pulled off. Yeah, yep, true. Agreed. That's a process for that. Agreed. 
Well, um, you know, for those people listening, I hope you really uh, you enjoyed our review. Uh, let us know, um, um, you know, uh, if you, you think we have it on the nose or if you think we're completely uh, dumb with what we're saying. <laughs> um, you know, best way for us for you to uh, interact with us is through our social media. Um, you know, as usual, if you want to listen to any of our old episodes, you can go to the two fanboys one casual dot podbean dot com um, to uh, get all those taste to tasty content. And of course, Lou. On Facebook, you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. Just type in that name on the search box. Add our main page. Add our uh, fun group page with a bunch of like-minded nerds, uh, comic books, uh, dorks, gamers, and all those other uh, pop culture enthusiasts. Pretty active, uh, fun bunch of uh, uh, folks over there. And then on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at two fanboys one casual, and on Twitch at Twitch.tv/casualfanboygaming. And then anywhere you find a regular podcast, we are there as well. Nice. Okay, well, that's it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode. This is Two Fanboys, Any Filthy Casual. And that's the wrong music. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed our episode. <laughs> and we'll just stick with that music because yeah, I quite enjoyed It's the vibe, exactly. Harold's talking about Hawaii. It's, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Lewis. <laughs> Zero. See you later. Bye. Work his timeline. <laughs> <laughs>